0: This is Two Guys Talking About with Kevin Colby and
1: Bill Jordan.
0: Welcome to a new episode of Two Guys Talking About. And I'm Kevin. And I'm Bill. And this is just our weekly video podcast show where we talk about different things every week. Yeah. And a lot of different ways that you can uh, you can consume it. So wherever you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube or our website or even as a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people doing that, including the one person in Australia that's downloaded the podcast. Good day. Good day, mate. Thank you very much.
1: That was kind of, that was more like. I hope they're still listening. (laughs) They're going, delete. Uh, They're doing the fake Australian accent. Oh,
0: my word. Anyway, but we really appreciate you being here. And today, we're talking about Father's Day. Yep. And I've got this right because I'm not good with dates. Father's Day is Sunday. Correct. Father's Day is always on a Sunday, Kevin. Is it? Yeah. Always? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Because if, if you've been following this, I messed up <laughs> Memorial Day, and I messed up, I think, Mother's day. I think any special day we've
1: had, I've been able to mess up. I like that you've, you know, if you're just joining us, and think that we're flawless, that Kevin has filled you in, that we are not. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. always good to bring people up to speed on your faults. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah. If
1: you missed it, I messed this yeah. up, and this, <laughs> this up, this up. It's just like, well... See, we've been married too long. Yeah. We're accustomed to doing this. <laughs> we are always messing something up. But didn't you get that, though, when you were on
0: radio? You, I mean, you could have, like, a fantastic show,
1: and then you say one thing wrong, and oh. they're like,
0: ah, uh, you know? It's,
1: it's always... It's always quick. People are very quick to point out a mistake. Sit up. There we go. (laughs) But we are talking about
0: we are talking about Father's Day uh, and dads and things like that. You know, you
1: bring up a good point when you when you added that to it because to me, while it is Father's Day and that's a great thing, Mm -hmm. I like to think of it as Dad's Day. Just like I like to think of it as mom's day because I think especially in the dad world most any guy can be a father Mm -hmm. I think it takes a special guy to be a dad
0: that's a good point
1: uh and so I think of it as dad's day you know and I hope I'm a dad and not just a father so and and you've got you've got one daughter yep
0: and I have uh three kids uh boy girl boy in that order uh very blessed uh, way more blessed than I,
1: I deserve. Um, now, did, how was your relationship with your dad? Uh, it became very... It was not, It was never strained or bad, but it became better as he became a grandfather and got older. Isn't that and, interesting? You know, and then we became... You know, we'd go out and play golf. And I mean, we did stuff when I was a kid. He'd take us fishing. Yeah. We had a boat. And, and that was all cool. But he was always... He was in his job... Which toward the end of his career, I mean, it was driving him crazy and giving him ulcers. And, he and what took, did he do? What was his? Career? He worked at the Newport News Shipyard up did in he Virginia. Really? Yeah, he worked there for thirty-five years. Took a little time off for a wow. thing called WW two, ah, and then came back and uh, but took an early retirement because literally, I mean, it was making him sick. wasn't happy. So, uh, but after that, I mean, he definitely mellowed. You know, right. Um, and I, 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 great, great memories of, of,
0: uh, of my dad. You know, it's funny as, as, and, and I'm, we're not, you know, we don't know what relationship you have with your dad. Hopefully it's great. And if it's not good, hopefully you've got time to kind of patch that up too. But you know, it's interesting as, as we age, um, how the relationship changes, how we see our dads and,
1: and I think moms too, but I think it's different with dads. Don't you? Uh, well, I, I, I think, yeah, I, I one especially if if you know your mom carried you i mean there there's a there, i don't i can't understand that bond i wish i mm. did understand that bond of of you know carrying your child uh, it's pretty amazing mm-hmm. the thing though that i always think about with mother's day and father's day is and then when our daughter had her you know we've got two grandchildren our kids never know how we feel about them until they have their own That's true. So we don't really think about, you know, you're growing up, oh, yeah, mom and dad loves me. We don't really know their thoughts and stuff until we have our own. And then it's kind of like, oh, they were worried about me doing this, too, maybe. Maybe, You know, they were, you know, when I learned to drive and was out on my own, they had these same thoughts that maybe I'm having.
0: And my mom still reminds me of that every time. Every time we talk, you know. Well,
1: you know. Well, my mom would always say, you know, I don't care if you live to be 100 years old, you're still going to be my baby. And that is true.
0: Yeah. You know? Now, we were talking about, um, or you started talking about your dad was in World War
1: II. You've got something. A little show and tell. This This is is actually really cool. This is my dad's shirt, uh, Army shirt, that he wore when he came home from uh, the European theater. Uh, He was in the 4th Army Division. His sleeve is still pressed. Uh, he was in the 4th Armor Division. That is a 9th Armored Division patch because he had to transfer to the 9th Armored Division to come home. But he came home in October of 1945 after the war. He was a 15 and a half, 32. There's no way I could fit into this shirt today.
0: And, and so what you didn't see as we were starting the show is that it, Bill brought it out and he was showing it to me. And then he, he goes to lay it on the floor and it's almost like, I don't want to lay it on the yeah, floor. Yeah, I mean, it know? felt but, weird. You know, and um, I, I, I didn't bring it, but I actually have. So my dad was in the Army and the Navy. He got in the Army, and I think he did two years in the Army. Uh, he was in, I think, uh, around the Korean War, some sometime around there. And he got out, and I think it was a year later, and they were going to reinstate him, and he joined the Navy. And uh, the thing about joining the navy, he had joined for four years, so he actually served, I think, six years total. Mm. But he didn't have to go through the same basic training and stuff. And so somewhere, I actually may have given it to my daughter now. Think about it: is I have my dad's sailor uniform, that's, and I even had his hat for yeah, a while too. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's it's great. just it's it's those memories. But he um, he actually shared a story. Now this is crazy. This was back around Korean War, where he was on a destroyer escort. And uh, he was talking about what's funny is, though, they would have uh, they would have to uh, uh, transport Marines and other guys. And he said within 24 hours, they'd be throwing up on everything, (laughs) anything that had a hole in it. They'd be throwing up. And then the frogmen would come on. And it was like there was this. Oh, this awe, Right. Um, But he was um, and, and that's where he got into electronics and stuff. Uh, for most of—actually, I guess maybe all of his career, he worked for a company doesn't exist anymore called Western Electric. I've, I've heard of them. That eventually was bought by, I think, Bell South or something like that. And he was always into uh, uh, kind of an electrical engineer and things like that, just <laughs> wired in ways I just—I wasn't
1: at all. My dad was that way, too. I mean, I've got some traits of his, but he could fix anything— uh, like uh, what some of the things that you you like learned from your dad. Things I learned from my dad. Oh gosh, um, you know probably stuff that I'm not even conscious of. Uh, to say you know work hard, I learned that from my dad. Yeah. I mean I saw that he, yeah. he led by example. He wasn't he didn't preach at us too much or yeah. sit us down and give us advice necessarily, but he definitely led by uh, by example. I was thinking about the stuff that he said that I still recall and we still, you know, laugh about and all this stuff. Some of my examples, in fact, something came up about work. I would complain about something about at work and somebody not pulling their weight or something like that. And he said to me, never confuse the amount of time spent at work with the amount of work done. I've always (laughs) remembered that. I've always remembered that. Um, uh, Another one, I told him that I was going to be paired on the radio for the first time. I was going to have not one, but two female partners. And he he says, well, boy. And I said, here it comes. He's going to tell me I'm going to need to be a referee. I'm going to need to be patient. I'm going to, you know what he told me? Keep them away from the thermostat. (laughs) Keep them away from the thermostat. And he was right. He was right I worked with a female partner who would set the thermostat on her way out the door yeah I don't I don't get that yeah you always leaving. messing with the thermostat Leave so me now, alone! yeah they have to you have to put it in this like little glass box with a lock on it. I never touched a thermostat uh, something else I with my dad uh, being a combat veteran uh, of World War II, and he never said this in a mean way <laughs> but it was always he told me to go get, a, get him a, get him a screwdriver or something right. So I'd go get a screwdriver. No, not that kind. Give me the Phillips head. And I'd bring it back to him. And he would always say something like, good thing this wasn't a combat situation. <laughs> so I've always, I still say that to my family. And if something came up that he didn't approve of or thought was a bunch of, you know, baloney, he's like, balls. He would just say balls. That's funny. And something else he would always say that I do remember is everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Everything yeah. is going to be all right. And, you know, Kevin and I have talked about in our very first uh, podcast that so we are both believers. We're both mm-hmm. Christians. And we all know that WWJD, what would Jesus do? But I also said at my dad's memorial service, if I live my life with what would dad do, mm. I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd, be in, I'd be headed in the right direction more often than not. You know, you know it's funny. The, the things that we learn, I think, from our
0: dads, like my, my dad was was big on being on time. Um, in fact, not even just on time, but early. I mean, if we had to be somewhere like at noon, we'd probably be there about 1130. He just, he could not stand to be late. Now, unfortunately that hasn't rubbed off on me. Um, but the other thing I remember though is, and this for the long, I only think my parents have had a credit card for only a few years is they would pay cash. And, and I and I wonder if this is part of a generation that grew up not having right. much. I mean, yep. he had, I think, was it four brothers and two sisters? He was the first. So he was the, there were two sisters and then my dad. So he was the oldest boy. And so then a lot when my grandparents were getting older and stuff like that, he kind of, he would take the lead in that, uh, even though he didn't live the closest. But I remember, though, that um, we had we had to have a refrigerator once growing up. And they saved up the money until they could pay cash. And I uh, think paid cash for their car and stuff like that. And it's not like they're rolling in money. They're not. But the, I think it was just about if we need something, we'll buy it. Yep. And we'll save the money. And yep. we're not going to be strapped to credit. And, you know, it's it's still a lesson that floats in there. I, you know, I, I can't say I pay cash for a lot of things in there. But about this, how much do you need do I really need it? Can I save for it? Now, I, you know, I'm not batting a 100 on that. Right. But I think those are things
1: that we, we carry on. My dad told me that when he uh, took that early retirement from mm-hmm. the shipyard. You can live on a whole lot less than you think you can. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And we were never, you know, what's the word, opulent or anything like that. I mean, he didn't make, you know, back in the day, I think that most he ever told me he ever made was 15000 a year. Oh, wow. When I mean, you think about yeah. that. But, again, this was, yeah. you know fifties and sixties and seventies. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but talking about the cash, something else, my dad, my advice he gave me that I've always remembered this. He said, if you're getting ready to go on vacation, make a pile of the clothes you want to take and a pile of the money you want to take, take away half the clothes and double the money pile. And you should be about right. <laughs> <laughs> and true. he was right. <laughs> that is true. It's life lessons. <laughs> my dad was not a great, you know, book smart guy. Um, we think he was in his twenties when he got out of high school, but life smart. Oh, uh, that and state capitals. You could never get him on state capitals. He always knew his state capitals. So, uh, uh, the
0: funny thing about my dad is that, um, he thinks he can fix anything and he typically can. I mean, I, you know, one of my fond memories growing up is we would be working on the car together. Now in reality, I just kind of hung out. But, um, it reminds me though, there's a, there's a guy named, um, McDonald, it's not Norm. I forgot his first name. Uh, I saw him at a, at a conference years ago and he said, how kids spell love is T-I-M-E. Yeah. And that's always stuck, yeah. stuck with yeah. me yeah. about spending that time. And so my dad would go out and, uh, well he actually, you know what, he had a 1966 Plymouth Fury 3. It wasn't his first car. And this is also when they built cars to last like forever. And I think when he finally got rid of the car it had like two hundred and eighty thousand miles on it, three hundred thousand. Mm. The only thing it ever had done on it was the transmission replaced and I and I I think he didn't do it himself. But I remember laying under the car, changing the exhaust system, you know, just to be with dad. But now again, I didn't. I didn't pick up a lot of
1: that mechanical. Right, right. Knowledge. I didn't either. I didn't either. My but, dad could fix anything. Oh, so. but
0: just. But now the flip side to that is because he doesn't want to spend the money and stuff like that. Their dishwasher stayed broken for two years. So what they do, they'd wash the dishes, and they'd pull the rack out, and they use it as a drying rack. And I'm like, Dad, just get somebody to look at. Oh, I can fix it. No, I can fix it. Yeah. And, and I, I think my mom finally just broke down. I said, I'm calling somebody, and he, it ended up being like a twenty dollar part.
1: I remember vividly <laughs> my dad teaching me how to change a tire, and I feel bad. I never taught my daughter. It was one of those ones. I'm going to teach my daughter to change a tire. She's going to be self reliant, right? And didn't teach her. I still could teach her, I guess. Um, but he taught me to on my mom's car the left rear tire. I remember this. It was in the street, right? It wasn't at the curb. It was. So I'm in the street on this curve were teaching me and this is the old time jack not these crank jacks you've got now this is the old time jack that if you don't push it all the way down it's gonna fly up and hit oh, you in the face oh yes i mean old time jack yeah. so he's teaching me on this so we we changed the tire twice <laughs> right to make sure i knew how to do it the next morning my dad had gone off to work i got up and wouldn't you know the left rear tire on my mom's car was flat you think he did it on purpose? I think he did it on purpose. Really? I never asked him, but I had to go out there and change it. How funny. By myself. So he, that's how he taught you. Did he bring it up though later? I, you know, that I don't remember. That's... That I don't remember. Um, but that's all good stuff. I, and thinking about my dad, uh, I, I wrote this down a couple of years ago, just some thoughts. I guess I've gotten into this writing thing, I suppose. Well, you know. Um, I've my heard dad, money. I've heard there's money in it. Not for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> So my dad lived with us before he passed. He, he, uh, he died on uh, September 3rd, 2001, so a week and a day before the 9-11 attacks. And we really think it was probably a blessing that he went before that because if he had seen those towers come down, that probably would have killed him, mm. you know. But he lived with us for a while before, uh, before he died. And my daughter, Jessica, our daughter, Jessica, took a photo of his hands. They were kind of folded. Mm. And it's a black and white print that we've got that maybe we'll post here with the, uh, with the video podcast. And I've looked at that picture, I don't know how many times, and I started thinking about what those hands, what my dad's hands did mm. during his time on Earth. And I, so I wrote some thoughts. They swung a baseball bat, a golf club, and a hammer. They banged out songs on the piano, though he couldn't read a note. They brought on some tears, and they wiped others away. They picked up his first cigarette, and they put his last one down. They performed magic tricks, and they rarely lost a game of checkers. They held guns and baby bottles and the Bible. They repaired pretty much everything. They were often cut or bruised they were decorated by his granddaughters they would he would let them do his fingernails oh, that's and, cool. and all that yeah. stuff right they raised three boys they displayed his wedding ring for almost 60 years and so much more and, and that's we said when we began this i hope that your your memories of your dad's uh, are like ours and i always say whenever i post about my dad on social media i always take the quote from uh, the dan fogelberg song leader of the band which mm. is a song about his dad my life has been a poor attempt to imitate the man.
0: You know, and what's what's cool, you, you mentioned something in there. So, you know, uh, thankfully my, my parents are, are Christians too and, and my dad now has macular degeneration mm-hmm. and, and, and and it's bad enough where he it's even if he's looking at you, it's kind of having to turn his head a little mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I don't know how many times in his life he's read through the Bible. And far more than probably I have, and, I, and I've read through it, but, I mean, it was just it sometimes it would be two or three times a year because he's also a speed reader. And even now that it's hard for him to read it, what I'll see is he'll have, he's got the largest print Bible you can see. He's got uh, one of these, uh, like, jeweler magnifying glasses mm-hmm. looking through another one, through a, a little bubble thing that we got him, and he will painfully read through that. And I'm like, you know, it's just it's it's remained a consistent for him, even though it's very hard for him to see. Um, you know, I, I'll share I'll share one last story that um, really, I think, made a lasting impression. So, uh, you know, I mentioned my dad used to work for Western Electric mm-hmm. and you had to join the union. It was a different kind of union, but you had to join it. And so he's like, OK, fine. And occasionally they'd go on strike and I'd say, what are you striking for? I don't know. But I got to. You know, it was one of those things where he'd rather be working. Right. And I remember this one time the strike had gone on for quite a while. And, you know, he's not getting paid and he wasn't making much. And even though it was the three of us, he was the only one earning money. And I remember one day he got a job washing windows at Burger King. And it just tore me up because I was like, Dad, Dad, you don't need to be washing windows. You can do better than that. And I remember him saying, honey, we need money. And to him, it just didn't matter. Right. It, it wasn't a pride thing. It was work. And I thought, wow. And and that's always... Do, 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 do what
1: it, oh, again, the generation, they did what it took.
0: They did what it took. And that's always stuck with me. And, and I've even told my kids that, that you know if you're a, a, a greeter at Walmart, be the best greeter. Whatever you do in life, just, just try to be the best at it. And make it something you love and your passion. And don't chase the money and stuff like that. But that's always stuck with me. Absolutely. always stuck with me. Good stuff. Um, Listen, here's our question for you. What's your memory of your dad? Actually, we would like, if you want to share any story about your dad, uh, feel free to fill the comments up. And wherever you're watching this, uh, we want to hear about your dad. We want to hear about the memories and things like that. And, And what are those really special things you remember about your dad? And, hey, since Father's Day is coming up, happy Father's Day. Happy
1: Father's Day to you. And thank
0: you so much for watching this. I'm Kevin. I'm Bill. And if you're a dad out there or a dad-to-be, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Father's Day, Day. yep. Thanks for watching. This has been Two Guys Talking About with Kevin Colby and Bill Jordan. If you have an idea or comment or you're interested in sponsoring the show, connect and find out more at twoguystalkingabout.com. Two Guys Talking About is produced by Colby Creative Media.